0: Hello, folks. Welcome to the Whoop Podcast. I'm your host, Will Ahmed, the founder and CEO of Whoop, and we are on a mission to unlock human performance. We build wearable technology to help you measure everything about your body
1: that includes strain and recovery and sleep. It's lightweight, wearable technology. And the most accurate product on the market. And if you're interested in a WHOOP membership, you can use the code WILLAHMED, W-I-L-L-A-H-M-E-D, for 15% off your WHOOP membership. This week's guest is the amazing and thoughtful Sam Dancer, one of the best CrossFitters in the world. Sam has been a longtime WHOOP member. He was one of the first athletes to ever wear WHOOP, so he's actually been on WHOOP for years. And he was wearing Whoop before we even had a consumer product. Now, I want to be very clear, Sam is not on the payroll. Uh, In fact, we actually met for the first time when we recorded this, and he really loves Whoop. I mean, it's been awesome uh, to hear him talk about his experience. We recorded this episode in February at Wadapalooza. The world has certainly changed since then, and we are so excited for the CrossFit Games next month. Sam and I discuss the evolution of CrossFit over the last decade, how it's changed, why a self-described identity crisis led him to the sport, his thoughts on how stress, emotions, love, and spirituality can accelerate or slow down recovery and healing, and how he's used Whoop to cut out prescription drugs, coffee, and tobacco. He's really used Whoop, I think, to profoundly improve his lifestyle. It's been amazing to hear about that. So without further ado, here is Sam Dancer. All right, boom, we are live
0: from Miami, Wotapalooza. I'm here with Sam Dancer. What's up, man? Dude, pleasure. Such a pleasure. Uh, This is going to be fun. We're looking out right now on an unbelievable event. I mean, you you probably appreciate this even more than I do because you've seen the evolution of CrossFit for the last, I don't know, decade. Yeah,
2: I haven't missed one of these yet. And this is your First one, I think, right? First one here. A little it's,
0: overwhelming. I'm walking Well, you know, it's it's exciting too, because yeah. I'm walking around and I'm seeing uh, a whoop strap on every other person. That's wh- got to be. Which feels great. A good feel, um, man. And and look, this is such a powerful community, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. group of people that seems to really care about their lifestyle, about their performance, obviously about their fitness. I mean, you're hard pressed to find a fitter group group of people. Yeah. So, for you, what brought you into this community originally? Um, man, there was a little
2: there was a gap uh where I was, you know, kind of like in this identity crisis. I'd been a football player my whole life and I just finished up collegiate football and knew I wasn't going to go play professional and just trying to figure out, you know, who I am not as a football player, you know, full on like if you would act like asked me hey who are you I would have like identified myself as I'm Sam Dancer I play football for Western Illinois University and like next to my name that was the the, the biggest part of my my identity so once that ceased to exist there was a, a little gap in time where I was like wow man okay I should have thought about this a little earlier like who am I without football and um and it didn't take long to to find CrossFit. Uh, my my cousin had been doing it for a while, and she was a stud. And I, but I always. And kinda, what year is this? We're this talking about. This is 2012, 2011. Okay. Uh, so about eight, nine years ago. Yep. Um, and she had always been kind of like plugging it a little bit, but I was like, I'm a football player. Like, yeah, I don't right. do CrossFit. Yeah. Like, right. I'm as fit as you can get, because I play football. Right. And, um, yeah, I would see it on TV, and I'd be like, damn, man, like, I can do that. I couldn't move like they moved, and I was a big guy at the time, I was 275 pounds. Um and I yeah.
0: What do you weigh right now? About 220. Oh wow. Um, so you've lost a lot of yeah. weight, but maybe you're stronger even.
2: I feel way better than I ever have. Yeah. Fir- I always say the further away I get from football, the better I feel. <laughs> um, so yeah, my cousin Taylor Drusher introduced me to it, and uh, it didn't take long for me to start, like they say, drinking the Kool Aid, and um, yeah, I opened a gym. I've been a gym owner for the past eight years, and uh, been competing in CrossFit
0: uh, and, and you've had some heroic results in CrossFit as well don't be too humble <laughs> tell, tell us about those results uh, yeah so back when there was regionals and whatnot in the
2: open I um, I almost qualified my, my first year doing CrossFit um, literally like found out about the open maybe two weeks before it uh, and had no crossfit experience at all like double unders were a real chore for me so um but still i came so close to qualifying the next year was able to qualify uh do pretty well at regionals and ended up punching uh punching my ticket individually in 2016 did team in 2014 uh team in 2000 and i think 17 and 18 and then uh doing individually again this year so uh uh, I'm known as like the strong guy, um, <laughs> but I I have to work really hard to almost uh, not be defined as that guy.
0: And what does it mean to be the strong guy? What are some of your uh, your strongest lifts? Um, well, in college, I was
2: able to back squat 700 pounds for a triple. Wow! I bench pressed 500 pounds when I was 16 years old. When you were 16, uh, yeah.
0: Now, is some of that just the, the rate at which you developed? I mean, that seems unbelievable. You must so have been the strongest d- 16-year-old. Yeah, in the
2: I definitely had <laughs> s- uh, some genetic potential that yeah. you know was very much gifted to me, but I. Uh, I was bullied really hard when I was like a young teenager. and Younger than 16. Yeah, so about when I was like 13. Uh, and I just, in my mind, I, I thought like if I just got big and strong, then nobody would be able to pick on me anymore. So it got you in the weight room. Yeah, so got me in there real early and I had, I had some awesome leadership in the gym. I was very fortunate at a young age to have uh, people uh, who had been, been on the scene for a while guiding me. Um I was big into this guy Louis Simmons at Westside. I actually ended up going to one of his affiliate gyms in uh in Ohio uh after college and my college coach was a big Westside uh conjugate Louis Simmons fan so he's kind of like the the father of, of getting strong and like yeah. and, and powerlifting and all this stuff. So uh yeah was just really fortunate to find myself on a a good path with good people to help direct me in the right direction and and yeah, it's it's been a fun journey and uh, But yeah, I, uh, I think I'm kind of known for uh, this deadlift out at the ranch in 2016. I had a I had a broken leg and uh, we just had to run a, a 7K, and then after the 7K was a max deadlift ladder. You
0: did all this on a broken leg. Yeah. Oh, yours. And you're, then You're, uh, you're, you're a sicko. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to. i have worked so
2: hard to make yeah. it to the games, man, and I wanted to do well at the games, but then as soon as that injury happened, like, the, the goals had changed and shifted to rather than, you know, maybe placing top 10 to just finishing the weekend. So uh, I was able to finish the weekend, and it wasn't. Wasn't very enjoyable, but I'm I'm glad I, I was able to kind of persevere and, and, and make it through and and be able to yeah make it to CrossFit Games.
0: Good for you, man. Now along this along this journey, uh, you discovered Whoop. Yeah, uh, I was a Whooper
2: before you guys were even selling it, um, and it radically has changed my life. So yeah. when did you get
0: on Whoop? Gosh.
2: It would have been maybe, gosh, it probably would have been, when did you guys start your pre, like the pre-orders? Do you know? So my
0: guess is you got on Whoop in like early 2016. Yeah, I was thinking 15. It could have been late 15. So we didn't have a consumer product in 2015 or even early 2016. I think we first launched to the consumers very end of 2016, yeah. but really early 2017. Yeah, I, it
2: was a re, it was a pain in the ass trying to get one. Yeah, like I had to, yeah, it was a bit of a drug deal back. then. I years. had to dig yeah. deep to to find <laughs> someone that was willing to uh, take the chance on um, you know sending me one, and it did not take long for me to just start eating it up, man, and making some some serious life changes, man. Um, like, I, I used to drink coffee all day. I don't, I don't drink coffee anymore. I used to chew tobacco. Wow. I don't, don't consume any tobacco products anymore. I used to stay up past 10.30 watching TV. I go to bed now at like nine o'clock. I, I don't watch TV at all. Wow. Um, I used to f- fiddle on my cell phone before I go to bed. I won't expose myself to any light anymore. And this is all Love stuff that. that I learned by reverse engineering my we'll uh, recovery it. scores, yeah, um, uh, the way that I my my meal frequency, my my the quantities, um, the the amount that I was working out, um, I used to yeah I used to take some prescription medications too, uh, and stopped all those. What kind of prescription? I was? took uh, I was and a lot of this kind of came from the the football culture too it's totally. there's a big yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's
0: crazy it's, it's i mean whoops the official recovery wearable the nfl pa yeah so we're distributed to every player in the nfl now dude and, and so i've gotten exposed a little bit to that. yeah it's it's a, and then
2: when you're that age too you just you don't you say you know better and you say you know what you're doing but you don't like i didn't know what i was doing to my body even though like i i would say that uh, yeah so like i would Take Vicodin all the time just so I could get out of bed, and I would take uh, Adderall just so I could get up, oh, and then I would take yeah. Ambien just so
0: I could get down. And that's the vicious cycle of those two drugs: yeah. Adderall up, Ambien down. I've seen this with a lot of uh, a lot of high performing people, ironically, because it, it 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 helps someone who's driven feel like they're in control mm. and feels like they can do more but the reality is you're actually just running your body yeah, into the ground. Yeah, it's not
2: sustainable by no. any means. Um, and I was just seeing, I would, when
0: you see it just right in front of your face like that, it hits home. Like. So what were some of the things that you were seeing in your WHOOP data? I can imagine that you had really high heart rate throughout the day, yeah. very high strain, even probably when you weren't exercising. Yeah,
2: and uh, dude, I would see like, I would see that just verbal altercations with my wife oh, wow. would affect. Cause i would just look at i would just look at the data yeah and be like why did i wake up in the red today and how did i wake up in the green yesterday and literally go back and you'd have it all on a timeline you'd be like what happened at 1 that caused me to go go up through the roof and be all stressed out and you'd be like oh man i i was arguing with my wife for 30 minutes on with something about our business and so it's it's being able to see that has changed the way that we even communicate with each other because we know that we're not gonna heal as fast if we're not being, uh, communicating with each other harmoniously. Um, so it's, it, things that you would never even, I would have never even thought would have would have affected my, the rate at which I was able to heal. Yeah. Right? So just things that you can't really even weigh and, well, you th- I thought you couldn't weigh and measure, but apparently you can. And, and so, yeah, like I said, stimulants gone, prescriptions gone, um, drinking a lot more water, uh, eating a lot more
0: food, but smaller meal size. Um, now for people listening to this who maybe have some of their own demons or whatnot that they're trying to unlock or, or trying to get rid of, what's your recommendation for how to, I don't know, for example, quit prescription drugs? Gosh, um, I mean, it sounds like for you a to, huge motivator for me, seeing it in the data. For uh, to a degree, I thought
2: like when I thought of medication, I thought I was taking care of the problem, and you're not. You're just covering up symptoms. So totally. once I kind of had that realization, uh, it was uh, it was really quick for me. It was like, oh, I need to stop. It wasn't. I wish I had like this the story of how difficult it was for me to stop and all the things that I did to stop, but as soon as I saw like the results on the screen, I I was bought in. I was like this this has to stop today and it, and and I made those changes immediately.
0: So you immediately kind of overnight quit some use prescription drugs and stimulants. Like all like
2: did you once, do it all at once or phase? No, into it? because a lot of the things I didn't even I it was like a, a one thing at a time. I would literally just reverse engineer. Which is great,
0: vi- great advice, by the way. Oh, yeah, so yeah. That, when, that, that would be my advice. Whenever you're trying to A-B test things on your body, try to change one thing at a time yeah. and see what the result is. Mm-hmm. Now, for you, you got on WHOOP, it sounds like, uh, let's call it end of 2015, maybe yeah. early 16. How quickly from seeing the data were you making changes? Days, weeks, months? Because one, one phenomenon that we have amongst our WHOOP population is people are always asking, how quickly do I know that the data is showing me my baseline how quickly do I how quickly should I react to this data obviously I have points of view on it but I'm curious what yours are yeah
2: uh, not long um, yeah. there was there was an initial like kind of infatuation and fascination with just the um the range and the abilities of what information it was collecting uh and so it was just kind of cool and playful
0: at first yeah
2: but the the actual like notable changes probably started to happen maybe two weeks in okay um so
0: pretty quickly yeah right? very, two weeks very in quickly. you're starting to think about things uh-huh
2: just like and just being cu- it was all out of curiosity like like what did i do i don't feel like i did anything Different than what I did the day before, so I started standardizing a lot of my operating procedures and um, and and really getting them down on paper so that there wasn't as many variables for me to have to uh, identify. So I tried to just get a little bit more consistent with maybe, uh, yeah. So maybe it started with just right there, just okay, I need to get consistent with my standard operating procedures so that I can better identify what, what it is that is causing me to wake up in the green and what's causing me to wake up in the red. And would literally just like full on, after I would wake up, see my score, I would, I would just backtrack and just like, and I would pick what I thought would be the most obvious thing. And then... Uh, and later on it would get to be like the, some less obvious things like I said just like a simple argument with my wife could completely change the way that my body
0: yeah heals. Recovers. yeah sleeps no I mean that's a very important phenomenon is the way psychological stress mm. can affect your heart rate variability and affect your your, your really your ability to sleep properly as yeah. well you know for for you and for almost everyone here who looks super intense the the importance of getting slow wave sleep, it's so hard to understate it, right? Because slow wave sleep is when your body's producing ninety-five percent of its human growth hormone. Mm-hmm. If you're working out in the gym all day, you're actually not building muscle, you're you're breaking muscle down to later be prepared re- repaired stronger. Yeah. And a lot of that happens during slow wave sleep. Yeah. And so uh, if you're someone who's getting thirty minutes of slow wave sleep a night versus two and a half hours that makes the world of difference on how your body's recovering and how much stronger you can get.
2: Yeah, and to piggyback off of that, when you're producing stress hormone, you're not producing the hormones that are helping you recover. The, totally. the sex hormone, the reproductive hormones. Yeah. And, and so I just started to be able to better identify all these different types of stress. And, and I would only typically think of stress as physical stress, what I'm putting my body through, but there's emotional stress and there's psychological stress and there's chemical stress. And that was another big one for me. Like, like maybe something as simple as like filtering the water on my, in my shower may very well improve my, you know, recovery scores and, and, and and choosing foods with, uh, that didn't have like toxic additives to them, non-food additives and, and dyes and whatnot. So, um, gosh like I again I could go on and on and on about all the things that I've I've been able to notice and and make changes that now from the whoop ultimately what this what the strap did for me it just brought awareness to everything and like you can't make any changes if you're not aware of what it is that you're doing that is um keeping you from your goals or keeping you from healing better and faster and and that's all of this has been it's the whoop has even like it has improved like my spiritual life too, like because I've like and all in the sake and pursuit of performance, I've just started trying to find out how to heal. It's, I love it because it's that's what it's come down to. Yeah. Everybody for the most part can do thrusters. There's only like a certain like speed that you can do thrusters at, and like everyone's clean and jerk is pretty much the same. Everyone's like everyone's times on everything is pretty much the same stuff. Uh, And it's coming down to who can heal the fastest and who can, who can get into the green the quickest. And uh, maybe it's in between events and in between days. And so it's, it's, it's ultimately become just a healing journey for me. And, and that has transpired into this, uh, this kind of a, a spiritual awakening as well. And, and realizing that, like that too, the, again, I talked about these things that you can't really weigh and measure. Um, and just maybe as simply as like how? what is, what is your core language maybe how, what's the internal dialogue that is going on in your head and how the, is that affecting your recovery score and you're seeing it bro yeah, yeah. it's like it's so no, in your it. face like it, it tickles me man to uh, like, well I'm to, grateful
0: for how, how much uh, the product has inspired you it's, uh, it's obvious in talking to you about it it's powerful now you, you talked about spiritual what does spiritual mean to you
2: Uh, again, going, it's, you've been able to, like, you guys have been able to weigh and measure the things that we typically can't weigh and measure. Yeah. Um, again, like I, I talk about that, that core language, uh, like that, you know, what, how are you kind of talking to yourself and, and what are the, what is your thought life like? And, and you would think that, you know, just. The way that you think in your head is like it's your own personal stuff and that doesn't doesn't like affect maybe anyone around you or anything internally. But from what I've gathered from my whoopstrap, like the the way that I speak to myself and and the on a vibrational level, the words that I'm using when I'm communicating with someone else and communicating communicating to myself have a direct correlation to the rate at which I'm able to heal. That's and again amazing. it's uh, it's all and <laughs> I yeah. love that it's all been in the in the pursuit of performance because within spirituality the body oftentimes gets kind of a bad rap like it's this like broken sinful thing um that we're is like we're, is like constantly against us and me me pursuing performance and just trying to find out ways for me to outperform another uh, another athlete has has yeah it's affected my my spiritual life too so again the things that I would say like you can't typically weigh and like love for instance like yeah you know it's a very real thing uh, but you can't you can't measure you know what what love is really but you guys R. Yeah,
0: um, no, I mean, a hundred percent. We've heard from, I mean, all kinds of different WOOP members who have talked about how breakups have put them in, in the red for weeks, you know. And on the flip side, you know, that feeling of when you've met someone who's important or who's going to be in your life in a, in a meaningful way, uh, you know, seeing yourself in the green. and. And boy, is that cool, right? And to measure the impact of a relationship, or to measure the impact of people in your life. Yeah, th-
2: that was one of the biggest ones for me. Was just again my language and how and how me and my wife would speak to each other, and it definitely um, this this the strap in general just it turned me into being a better observer and less of a reactor. Yeah, um, I think and, that's a great way of it. And the way that you react. things again changes the way your body recovers and heals so I'm able to better now be able to observe something happening feel what I'm feeling and then because because of that I'm able to creatively choose how I want to emote it and and that has been healing very, very healing. So, cause I'm not now, now I'm not just reacting in a way that is again, like whether this is woohoo stuff to you or not, the way that you react Change. <laughs> changes the rate at which you heal. So now because I'm able to observe how I feel and then use that, that energy, that those feelings in a more creative manner, um, it's, it's, it's resulting in a more like more harmony in, in our household and again more harmony just within my physical body and that's allowing me to perform better like and yeah and be more competitive it's, it's amazing
0: it now, is for you are you doing anything around meditation or mindfulness mm-hmm. I mean a lot of the phenomenon you were describing of uh, observing and and being sort of proactive about your behavior versus sort of reacting in the moment that was a phenomenon I got to through meditation personally because I felt like I was at a stage in my life with, with creating Whoop where I wasn't up to the challenge of managing a team and managing investors and managing a product. And I felt like things were kind of folding around me and I needed to up my game. This was in 2014, so quite a long time ago. But at the same time, um, you know, I had been building Whoop for like two and a half years already at that point, so I was well into it. And, uh, and what I found from, from meditation is it actually helped me slow everything down in my real life. Mm. So that there were moments in time where I would actually be looking at myself in the third person. Yeah. Rather than being in this moment, oh, I don't like what Sam's saying, and I'm saying something now that I regret already after it's come out of my mouth. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see myself, and, and I think to myself, oh, Will's about to get angry. Will's gonna say something stupid, and it and it, you know what it does it like it pulls you into this place of observance that makes you almost feel like you're a step ahead. Mm, absolutely, and it's so powerful. I can't uh, understate it. It's a superpower. It absolutely is. And you've come is. to it in your own way, but that we're describing the same phenomenon.
2: Yeah. Um, to kind of touch on some of those things, like you mentioned, just being in the present moment, and and a lot of times we find ourselves. If you're if you're constantly judging and worrying, it's that is like a a simple diagnostic tool to let you know that you are not being in the present moment. Because if you're worrying, you're either thinking of something in the past or something in the future. And granted, there are times that we need to we need to we need to plan, we need to organize, we need to we need to get organized so that we can execute. Um, but again tying tying this all back into the rate at which you're able to heal and recover and by being in the present moment um you're able to in my opinion kind of signal to the body like things are good yeah and when things are good like the body naturally just starts dishing out good stuff that helps you feel good that helps you heal faster and so i again can't recommend enough to people, to just start becoming a little bit more observant of of your of your language, and also use uh, use your worry, your anxiety, your 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 stress uh, as a diagnostic tool to know that you are not living in the present moment right now. And by simply doing that, you may be able to put yourself in a uh, a certain physical state that's going to allow you uh, to whether we're talking about just a mom or uh, a CrossFit athlete to be your optimal highest version of self um, so uh, this this and tool is not just for elite that. athletes this like this could make someone be like a super a super mom, a super dad. Totally. again you're just you're, you're becoming aware of everything and able to note it and when that happens, you can you can change the course a little.
0: You know we're talking a lot right now about you know how, how you talk to yourself, how you recover, how you think about sleep. And to some people listening who are maybe skeptical, it's gonna sound a little woo-woo mm. But I think I also want to remind people you and I are high intensity people. I mean, you're competing in an extremely high level in CrossFit. I'm running 100 miles an hour trying to build a business, right? And, and obviously we're talking about different levels of optimal performance, but I truly believe that success is overcoming a level of stress that would break most people. Mm-hmm. And if you look at success through that lens, it tells you a couple things. One, the obstacle is the way right? You have to take it on in order to get to the next challenge True. in order to get to the next level. And two, you have to be capable of taking on an enormous level of stress. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that we're describing are not in themselves to dial it down, but to allow us to be prepared to take on these enormous levels of yeah. responsibility or intensity, or whatever man. it
2: might be. Resiliency. And, uh, you mentioned something about sleep just a moment ago too and 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 i just want anyone who's listening to this to know that with practice you can change your behavior like i had to work on my sleep like i again you see the data you're like,
0: shit. And by the way, you went from taking Ambien to fall asleep <laughs> to now, you know, probably having all kinds of, of lovely practices before bed. Oh bro.
2: I mean, it was yeah. no, no doubt, man. It was work. Um, but it's, it's worth, it's worth it. Um, and you know, you just see like, wow, it's taking me 45 minutes to fall asleep. And, and a lot of people think just cause they're laying in bed for eight hours, they're getting eight hours of sleep. I was one of those guys, I was getting four hours of sleep and tossing and turning and, and like i i had to i had to have a sleep practice and i had to work on it and you know now i can i used to like in a, your language your language i would speak to myself in a way like i can't i can't fall asleep that fast like i i you know it, again I had to change. I had to change my language yeah, a little a bit. Yeah, a more
0: positive language. Mm-hmm. It sounds like and, and it too. basically
2: start almost speaking to myself in a way as if it was already happening.
0: And by the way, even just the fact that you became aware of what you were saying to yourself is a breakthrough in itself. Mm. I think a lot of people aren't, don't even recognize that they talk to themselves more than anyone else in their life. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Right? We all have an inner voice, and you want to dial that inner voice in. Because it would be a shame for that voice to be critical or negative all the time. Yeah,
2: and I still, I, I don't want to make it seem or sound like I got it all figured out, man. Like no, I'm not still, at all. I'm uh, still all. to this day like, oh, again, like I love saying this. Noted. Like I got you. Like, I I saw that. Like, yeah. And and it's it's all a practice. It takes it takes some work. It takes some time. But it's it's so it's so worth it. The the byproduct of of all that work ends up being. Uh, being able to just create conditions for yourself where you 're able to to thrive and just and, and be your and, and be your optimal self so i again just so stoked on all this man like i 've literally i 've taught myself to be able to dream like I used to never dream that's, and
0: that 's one thing people don 't realize about hard prescription drugs for sleep, especially is that they actually Don't ever get you into the right levels of deep sleep. Yeah, you know, REM is when your mind is repairing itself. It's when you're dreaming, and it's actually very hard to get into REM from taking a product like Ambien.
2: Yeah, and again, uh, just learning all these data points, or I consider them like diagnostic tools, like to help figure out what it is that I need to do, or 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 why something isn't working. So, like if I'm if I'm tossing and turning at nighttime that's a tool for me to use to figure out that something, something didn't go right in my day to set up myself to be able to sleep restfully. So sleep's been one of the greatest, greatest ways for me to know that I need to make some sort of change. Uh, So like maybe if I'm tossing and turning it for me, that's been like I'm eating food too late or maybe eating food that isn't very well digested or getting assimilated. So uh, maybe eating a little earlier and then maybe doing some stretching or going for a walk uh, to help get that stuff to move around. So I'm not tossing and turning at night to be able to help and aid in that digestive process. Uh, Or if like I'm not dreaming again, just like, why did I not dream? Like what, what went differently yesterday that I wasn't able to get into a state where I could have a dream. Um, and, and the whoop was the catalyst in all that
0: no thank you man (laughs) i mean you are in a great place in life you should be appreciative of that and uh and it's it's always so gratifying for me to get to meet people who have used this this thing that we've put into the world in their own way and so listening to the way you've described you know behavior change relationship improvement dieting all these things that you've potentially unlocked in some ways through understanding your loop data yeah it's inspiring for me man and it's inspiring for the rest of the team and It keeps us doing what we're doing every day, which is charging hard to to get this thing on everyone in the world. Yeah, I'm
2: glad you said unlock. I always say unzip and like (laughs) just everything's just zipped up and all you like, you just got to like, I'm just unzipping potentials, man, and that's uh, unlocking these potentials and gosh, did you
0: know, like, did you really know what you were, you were gonna like what you were doing? Like, yeah, I mean. Fundamentally, I felt it was, it was quite obvious that there would be a better way to understand the human body than what existed. Yeah. And in 2011, I wrote a paper called The Feedback Tool, How to Measure Intensity, Recovery, and Diagnostic Sleep. Tools. Yeah. And you know, today we measure strain, um, recovery, and sleep. So it, it did seem fairly obvious to me that this was the direction. I think what's getting me more and more excited is now seeing how, if you take that layer of data, which is you know your physiology and then you add in a lot of the things that we've talked about on this podcast, behaviors dieting lifestyle choices, relationships you name it, right? If you just think about anything that's affecting your life yeah. how does that then affect your data and what are the positive things in your life that you want to amplify what are the negative things in your life that you want to decrease or remove and that to me is how you unlock potential Yeah. and I think that it's inevitable that we're gonna be able to, to change a lot of lives through that.
2: Mm. And like, like, I never would've really, I would've like believed it, but never understood it to the degree that like how my psychology could affect my physiology, that it could affect my body. It's mind blowing that you've been able to capture these things that are un- we can't see them.
0: And look, man, you know, it's exciting. I've been building this thing for, for eight years with an amazing team. And it, in some ways, it feels like we're just getting started. You know, think yeah. how many people don't wear it. Think how many people yeah. have never even heard of us. Yeah. So that's that's what's inspiring us now is how do we get Whoop on everyone. Yeah, and and like it, a
2: lot of it started around performance-based uh, uh, stuff. But as this starts to – that's, that's going to be the exciting part when – when it's not just athletes wearing this thing.
0: And to be fair, I mean, we're at a CrossFit event, (laughs) so it feels like only athletes wear whoop because everyone here is an athlete. But it's been amazing for us to see. I mean, we now have surgeons, doctors, cops, firemen, executives who travel all the time who want to better understand sleep, new mothers, new fathers who want to figure out what they can do to to be better parents. It's amazing the stories that we're hearing from other areas of the population. I think what holds our population together is that it's just a motivated group of people. And you may be motivated because you want to win the CrossFit Games, or you may be motivated because you want to be the best version of yourself at work, or you may be motivated because you want to be the best version of yourself, period. Right? And I think that's what's been so exciting for us to see over really like the last 12 to 18 months is just grossly broadening into a lot of these different yeah. populations of people who, again, it's, it's sharing a common mission that you have, which is how do I improve performance? How do I improve my body? How yeah. do I improve my mindset?
2: And if you in any way feel stuck or you just, you're clueless, you have, you feel like you keep striking out and you just cannot figure out what it is that you're you're doing wrong or that you're not doing right, like, this is such a great tool for you to start coming out of that and, and figuring it all out. This is going to give so many people hope. Gosh, that, and I'm not like, I'm not on the payroll or anything. Like, <laughs> that I'm is not, worth
0: clarifying, I'm we not, do not pay you. <laughs> I'm not like
2: some endorsed, like I'm just a, a homie of you guys, like yeah. just a friend and just a believer, dude. And, 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 and just because I, I know what it's done for me and and it's 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 brought so much love and peace and happiness and and don't get it wrong too or twisted like I'm I love I love competing and like that was originally why I got it was to be so I could so I could be more competitive but it's bigger than that dude it's so much bigger than like Performing on a, on a, on a competitive uh, stage—it's like the the most fascinating parts of it are just again how how I relate to myself, how I speak to myself, how like the relation, the way that it's changed my relationships, and and gosh, damn it, man, it's, well, it's they was so beautiful, you, man.
0: I mean, look, every entrepreneur's dream is to meet someone using their technology or using their product using their service who it's had an impact on and so for me to get to have this conversation with you and see the impact it's had on your life i'm super grateful for that and i know the rest of the team is as well
2: man thank you again for trusting yourself yeah thank you and and and, and creating this product my friend
1: thank you to sam for coming on the whoop podcast we're wishing him the best of luck this upcoming season A reminder that you can get 15% off a Whoop membership if you use the code Will Ahmed. That's W-I-L-L-A-H-M-E-D. Follow us at Whoop at Will Ahmed on social. Stay healthy and stay in the green, folks. We'll talk to you next week.